What's up, everyone? I'm Remy. I'm Lucas. And I'm Casey. And this is day 11 of the Day Ones Discourse. Heck yeah, guys. So, Remy, I know your girlfriend was back here a uh, like a month ago. Um, so, I already know the answer to this question, but you guys been going on any, any dates lately? Casey, looking at you. Can't say I have. <laughs> All right. No, uh, not really. I'll be going on one in three days, so I'm excited for that. Heck yeah, my man. All right, well... Do I have the topic for you guys today, Casey? All right, this one specifically goes towards you. Because for your your date in the future, whenever time it may be, this is a valuable tool that you may be able to use to better your chances. All right, so um, for you listeners out there, today we're going to be talking about um, the 36 questions to make anyone fall in love. Um, so this was a, a study by the psychologist Arthur Aaron. Um, and it explores whether intimacy between two strangers can be accelerated by having them ask each other a very specific series of personal questions. Um, the 36 questions in the study are broken up into three sets, um, with each set intended to be more probing than the previous one. Um, and then uh, at the end of the study, it was uh, you're supposed to like look at each other for like four minutes or something like that. Yeah, we probably won't be doing that, but... <laughs> yeah, all right. Um, yeah. Um, so just to preface this, we will only be doing the first 12 in this podcast, and then if we get a good rolling on this one, we might do the second set and another one, and then the third set and the third one. Yeah. Yep. Um, if Remy hasn't fallen in love with me by then yet, so... Uh, excuse you, it's Casey's going to fall in love with me. So just to let you guys know, Lucas will be asking the questions, Casey and I will be answering the questions, and so it's the thing uh, if Casey and I can fall in love. <laughs> It's actually a really cool thing before, like the, the whole 36 questions to make anyone fall in love. The questions are, are really cool questions to ask that ones that typically you wouldn't ask on a date, which I think is really cool. And it lets you kind of see the better parts of a person without necessarily seeing like, and it, it also allows you to see some of their downfalls, but in a more reflective light rather than a more like experimental, like, oh, I'm getting to see them. Like I'm getting to see them fail. It's yeah. more like they're explaining their downfalls, which I think is respectable type of thing. Um, I know Remy, you've done it before, right? Yeah. So back when I was first talking to my girlfriend, we had never actually met in person and we were FaceTiming one day and I told her about the study and I asked her, do you want to do it? And she said, sure. And so we did it then before, you know, everything. And then we've been dating now for a year and a half. And then we did it again this last summer to see how much her answers have changed because, you know, as people, we've grown as a couple, we've grown. So it's kind of a fun thing to do and see how my answers have changed. When you first took it, do you think it like it actually cult, like cultivated a sense of intimacy? I think so. It really got let me get to know who she was and what she thought of as a person, which all the stuff would have taken me a whole lot longer to know. And it, I mean, the questions kind of like stop, you know, you getting to know those things over time and get to know things then. But I think it really accelerated who uh, we got to know each other. Yeah, I would agree with that. I haven't done the full test um, like flat out with anyone before. I've looked at the test several times um, and I've I've known about it for a while and I've always wanted to do it with someone. Um, however, I've always been kind of like nervous to ask someone to do it with me type of thing. Um, but I I've done like I've picked select questions that I like talking about on dates and I'll kind of keep those in the back of my mind in case there are ever any like null silences and dates. Um, and they usually provoke like pretty decent conversation with it, which I think is pretty cool. And they kind of get you past like an, an initial hump of like awkwardness of like things to talk about because they kind of do make you talk about like, deeper stuff. So it's nice, but 
All right, you guys ready to kick things off? Yeah, dude. I got butterflies, man. I'm nervous. <laughs> it's my first date. <laughs> All righty. All right, set one, question one. All right, given the choice of anyone in the world, whom would you want as a dinner guest? Casey. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Remy, if you know it, you can go ahead and say it. Say what yours is, because I need a sec. Um, I'd pick Elon Musk because I think he's just a really Let's cool go. person. Let's go. And he's basically, he's done everything that I want to do. You know, he has started a space company. He has a really cool electric car company. He's rich. And he's got a lot of stuff going for him. So I think it would be cool to have him sit down and have him talk to me. His ideas on fame, his ideas on the future of humanity, stuff like that. Hmm. I think I'm really... I'm, really like into I guess creative stuff more that was kind of an overstatement but I would have to choose David Dobrik Remy rolls his eyes the thing is okay I know it seems like so cheesy like oh it's a youtuber it it doesn't matter but it's not so much um his content but who he is and I just want to see like I want to ask him questions like why do you do it what what like what's his main inspiration and what keeps him going because it's a YouTube is like a really hard thing to do and if you try it you're most likely not going to be successful but he's really successful with it and that's something that I wish I could be successful with but I'll most likely never try because I'm too afraid of failure and I'm not probably not funny enough so it's wow, just what it's getting deep really quick. Okay. This is the first set. Wow. <laughs> it's just one of those things that I'd really, I think his perspective would be really interesting. So yeah, that's a, that's a good point. You know, just finding out like why and how and seeing who he is as a person instead of seeing who he is as a content creator would be a cool difference. Yeah. I'm sure if I, if I had more time to think about the question, I'd come up with someone else, but that was the first thing that popped in my, into my head. So, Okay. Second question. Um, would you like to be famous and in what way? Yes, I would absolutely love to be famous. I would love to be known as the man who discovered how to go faster than the speed of light. Wow. That's actually really specific. Hmm. I, I wouldn't. And yeah, I, I probably sound like the dude that's trying to take the higher ground, be the, be the better man or whatever, but I genuinely... I don't like attention very much. Why would you want to be a YouTuber then? It's <laughs> because I don't have, you don't have to really like be uh, constantly in the public eye as a YouTuber. You can live a, I don't know, you can live a pretty private life, but that's beside the point. Ignoring that, I just, I don't want people to always know what I'm doing or where I am. I don't want people to constantly be looking at me and criticizing me. And I know I could do a lot of things, positive things if I was famous, but I just, I wouldn't want the the public eye and I'd rather just live a more private life. Alrighty. Number three, uh, before making a telephone call, do you ever rehearse what you're going to say and why? I do not. I definitely do. <laughs> Even in the in the simple things, when I'm making an appointment, I, I I'm like, okay, okay, 
calling the doctor. I need to get this done. I need to schedule an appointment. Okay, this, this, this. Okay, I'm going to call now. Yeah. Antisocial. He has to plan out his social interactions. (laughs) Yeah, no, I I know what I'm going to say usually, and I don't need to rehearse it, so there's no reason for me to. It depends on the person I'm calling as well. If I'm calling like you guys, I don't. I'm not gonna rehearse what I'm gonna say to you. So. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I bet. I bet. He calls up. Yeah. Hey, 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 guys! I rehearsed this. Um, do you want to hang out? There we go. Got it. Oh, r- r- wrong line. Sorry, sorry. Uh, where are you guys? <laughs> he's just off his script that he's constantly got. He just wrote down lines for every situation that we could encounter as friends. Alrighty. Um. What would constitute a perfect day for you? Uh, well, hopefully I wake up. That's a great day already. Um, I wake up probably around 7 or 8 o'clock fully rested. And then I go and do a hike early in the morning, um, followed by um, reading a book, hanging out with some friends, um, ending the day with a um, sit around the dinner table with some friends and family and playing games or or even ending up in front of a fireplace reading a book and having a tea or something. That's probably my perfect day. My perfect day, probably, I'd want to wake up somewhere uh, somewhere pretty, somewhere cool. Like, like I wake up at 5 a.m., I head out to the range. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd want to I'd wanna, I'd wanna be, like, up in the mountains, um, wake up, go for, like, a, a mountain bike ride or something, um, go for a swim in the lake maybe when it got later whether I was with friends or whatever just hang out talk I I love late night evening conversations in really cool places so I definitely want something along those lines but yeah that would be ideal for me alrighty Um, when did you last sing to yourself and to someone else literally on, on the drive here yeah, that, yeah, we were singing together. <laughs> I sing to myself almost every single day, and I sing to other people almost every single day too. So, yeah, I mean, we were singing together yesterday. <laughs> I mean, I music so much a part of my life, and I love singing, even though I have an awful voice. That it's just fun. So, yeah. Alrighty, um, if you're able to live to the age of ninety and retain either the mind or body of a thirty-year-old for the last sixty years of your life, which would you want? A mind almost 100% like mine of my biggest fears is losing the ability to remember things and getting like dementia or something like that where I I just it's I see it at my work all the time where and I'm, I'm, I'm taking a guy from the ED up to the floor and he has dementia or Alzheimer's and he's like where are we going uh, can we turn back because I, I remember what we were doing back there but I don't remember where we're going like he's terrified he's scared and his wife is there and she's always like Hey, honey, it's okay. You know, we're going to get you feeling better soon. And he's like, I just, I'm just scared. And for me, that's like my biggest fear is not being able to remember something or like just having my memory deteriorate just terrifies me. So I think having the mind of a 30 year old would make me a lot happier. I'd have to go with the body of a 30 year old. We're not very compatible, Remy, <laughs> but I'd, I'd have to go with the body just because. I, I'm not, I, that's not as big as of, of a fear for me. I mean, it's not really in my family. I could get it. I don't know, but like Alzheimer's or something, but I'd rather be able to do, um, all these fun things that I like doing now, whether it be, um, mountain biking, uh, 
well, playing disc golf or uh, spike ball, tennis, whatever. I'd rather be able to do those things for the rest of my life and enjoy those things than have to stop doing the things that I love doing just because I can't physically keep up. That's fair. All righty. Question number seven. Do you have a secret hunch about how you will die? Um, I believe it's probably going to be some sort of uh, disease going to kill me. Um, Some type of neurological disease. I'm going to grow old and something's going to take hold of me. It's going to kill me. Oh my God. (laughs) With Remy's recent concussions, bro, he's almost legally brain dead as it is. (laughs) Yeah. I, I honestly don't know. I don't see myself dying from something, um, abnormal, like a, like a disease or anything. I guess at this point it's not really abnormal, but, um, I don't tend to get sick very often. I don't have many problems, so I don't worry about that. I oh look, Casey over here with the perfect immune system. The type of disease I'm talking about is like Alzheimer's or cancer or something like that. So yeah, not the typical type of like virus or bacteria disease. Yeah, yeah. I I'm not really worried. You're gonna get killed by a wild animal. (laughs) I honestly like to my core. I think that's what's gonna happen. Oh my god! All right, (laughs) that's kind of cool. Yeah, I just think like you're not gonna go out some typical way. I think something's gonna kill you, and then you're gonna pass your belongings to it. (laughs) I I'm not gonna lie. I kind of feel the same way. I don't know about a wild animal, but I definitely feel like something strange is gonna take me out. Like some stupid like the bungee snapped on a bungee jump or something. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) All righty. Name three things you and your partner appear to have in common. All right, partner. <laughs> and spicy now. <laughs> I like um, number one, we love podcasting. Boom. Nope. Day one's discourse. Leave as, a five-star review. As a moderator, I'm shooting down that answer. <laughs> come up with another one. Wait, do we need to individually come up with them? Yes. So six all together? Okay. All right, so I think we appear. So if we were strangers, what would we think we have in common? So that's, let's do it from that standpoint. So as if we didn't know each other. Um, clothing style. I think we have a very similar clothing style. Yeah, I can agree with that. Um, I think our attitudes are very similar just when it comes to um, like our demeanor and stuff. I think it's pretty similar. Like I'd see you and be like, oh yeah. Like I could picture myself hanging out with him. I don't know him, but I could. <laughs> Um, Do you guys want me to leave the room right now? <laughs> <laughs> this is getting a hot and heavy. Up. <laughs> um, we're both males. I'm going to throw that one out there. So oh, that, that one's that's good. That's, that's another compound. <laughs> no, as the moderator, that one's getting denied. Well, if we're doing it as complete strangers, it's not like I don't know him. All right. And if I'm going to be honest, almost all of our questions have been really different from each other's. Yeah. So um, something else we have in common, um, we have a lot of this the same... Um, nervous behaviors where, where we did just both did the exact same thing with oh our God. facial hair <laughs> so that's that's so funny i never noticed that before oh so <laughs> <laughs> um i think so is this literally like i've never seen him before yeah oh jeez. Yeah, those lines like you're you're very much so strangers you may have had one quick interaction um but yeah for the most part you're strangers uh well oh i don't know I, I don't honestly can't think of something that we'd have similar, but I can think of something that like I would like about Remy. 
seemingly between you guys, what I've noticed is with your guys' answers, you guys seem to have similar interests. So that's one thing that you can mention. That, see, that's what I was thinking, but I wouldn't know his interests if I just knew him. But I was going to say, we li- we share a lot of the same tastes, like such as music. That's like a huge thing. Um, but that's not really something you know the instant you met someone. That's, that's hard, though. Alrighty. Um, for what in your life do you feel most grateful? Um, I think I'm most grateful for where I am and where I I have been. Um, I had the very good opportunity to live in Idaho and meet really cool people and have um, the opportunity to travel a lot of places and stuff like that. And I think um, that's what I'm most grateful for is, the, is all the opportunities I've had in life and all the stuff I've been able to work towards. I'm definitely most grateful for my parents just because they they thanks thanks <laughs> the <laughs> cool the answer was the boys <laughs> just cuz they they're always there and like they've they've given given me a lot of opportunities to go and do things um that I wouldn't be able to do in a lot of other situations like I got to go to San Diego for 2 years even though I had to come back it, I still I'm glad I got that experience and they they were the ones that um let me have that plus they moved me here, and if they didn't move me here, I wouldn't have met the boys. So, it all comes back to the boys. Everything <laughs> rotates back to the boys. Alrighty, if you could change anything about the way you're raised, what would it be? Oh, um, As we're recording in Remy's house right now, <laughs> uh, something uh, changed about the way I was raised. Um, I think I would change um, just the attitude I was I had towards my siblings. Um, we we didn't get along a lot when we were younger, and the same thing with my cousins as well. I didn't have very good relationships with them, and having good relationships now with my siblings, I wish that I could have done that earlier. Yeah, I I don't know. I love my family. I'm really fortunate to have them, but growing up, I think looking at it in terms of now I think a little more discipline I guess and like pushing to to commit to things um as opposed to more freedom when I was younger I I know it sounds kind of ironic but I feel like they let me do a lot of what I wanted to do which is really awesome and I and like I love that about them but Sometimes, like, a lot of gui- guidance in some areas, I feel like that could have helped me commit more to things, and that's an issue I have with a lot of stuff, so. All right, question 11 would have been take four minutes and tell your partner your life story in as much detail as possible. Seeing that you guys already know each other's life story, we're going to skip that question. We're going to number 12. Last of the set. If you could wake up tomorrow having gained any one ab- quality or ability, what would it be? Motivation. <laughs> All right, geez. <laughs> I can 100% agree with that. I genuinely think that's what I would do. I If I could have the motivation to do things, it'd be it'd be over for you, for you guys. <laughs> it'd be over. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I, I'm really burned out of school. I'm, I have a year left of college, and 
I'm like, I'm going to take a gap year probably just because it's, it's hard. But if I was suddenly woke up tomorrow and I felt 100% motivated, ready to conquer it, and then I would get A's in every single one of my classes. I would do well on tests. I would be ready for grad school. I would have just, I would just have so much going for me at that point. But I think right now my biggest issue is I don't have a lot of motivation. I'm 100% on the same page. Just want to, I want to be able to commit to things more and follow through with things creative endeavors whatever it may be and yeah that's fair alrighty well that's the end of set one for this podcast um, hopefully set two will be in the near future alright now we'll move on to song recommendations for this week um, since our song recommendations were lost in the podcast that we lost um, yeah. I'm going to recommend uh, Lost in the Mail by Sam Johnson um, it's a killer song kind of folky I really like it um, in recognition of what we we're doing today, um, Wildfire by Seafrit. If you go watch the music video, they did a music video that ba- is based off of these 36 questions as well. So if you're interested in listening to a really good song and watching the music video about what we're talking about today, it's a great, great thing to go do. Yeah. I'm going to recommend one that we recommended in the episodes we lost as well, which is uh, In a River by Rostam. Just a great song. Definitely go listen to it. It's cool. Alrighty. Um, we will... Uh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Just for you guys, um, the title of the 36 questions, it was originally published, like we said, um, by, a na- by a man named Arthur Aaron. Um, the actual study, you can look it up online. It's called The Experimental Generation of Interpersonal Closeness, a Procedure, and Some Preliminary Findings. So if you guys are interested in learning more about the actual scientific um, understanding behind it, feel free to go look at um, more regarding our podcast make sure you go um, like and subscribe and uh, go check us out on our social media Um, you can follow us at the day ones discourse on Instagram um, and then try and reach us out on there we'll be sure to hit you back up yeah thanks for listening guys thanks have a good evening